Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more. Here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brabeck podcast. Um, I'm not in the best of moods, so I'm not really sure why I'm singing my way into this episode. Um, If you're anything like myself, you might, you know, be going through an emotional roller coaster of rage and sadness and confusion and disappointment. So just know that I am with you. Um, We're going to get into it. But I want to start it off at least on a little bit of a better note. Um, Highs and lows. So my high, I went to Charleston with um, Mark and my older sister and my parents Um, to visit my younger sister who is wrapping up a little travel nursing assignment down there. Um, So we went like Friday to Monday. It was such a nice weekend. Um, It feels weird to say that with everything that happened in our country this weekend. Um, But it was nice to be with my sisters and my mom um, and have a little bit of a distraction, honestly. I mean, I did feel an immense amount of guilt that I wasn't able to go to any protests or anything like that. And not even guilt, like I wanted to be there. I wanted to be a part of it. And we saw some, um, like smaller rallies and stuff down in Charleston, but it would have been nice to be around that energy. Um, like instead of being with my Republican father, but we don't need to get into that. <laughs> um, but it, it did feel comforting to like be with my sisters um, and to like be away with Mark. So that was great. And it was such a nice weekend. Um, we went to the beach. We bopped around just a little like downtown, you know, King Street, went shopping. Let me tell you, they have some good boutiques down there. They have good shopping. That is for damn sure. Um, I got some really fun stuff. So now I just like need to be a person and leave my house. Um, and it also felt good. I feel like I hate that. I always feel like I have to like come back to these things, but it feels pertinent. Um, it's just nice when you notice, you know, some of the stuff that you've been working on, um, kind of coming naturally. So in terms of like the drinking stuff, you know, last week's episode was all about living a damp lifestyle. And I really related to a lot of what Hannah said. It's a lot of what I've been, you know, kind of trying to achieve or practice, um, this year. I haven't been perfect at it. Um, I was not perfect at it this weekend, but I mean, my parents don't really drink. Um, 
So I knew it wasn't really going to be like a rager of a weekend, but it was really nice to, I don't know, I feel like having been on mostly just like bachelorette and like wedding weekends as trips over the last like year, it definitely was a change of pace for something just like tame and like I feel like I had like maybe a drink a day, like one yummy drink at dinner, something I enjoyed, maybe a drink if like Mark and I got drinks a couple of times. Um, Cause actually one of his best friends um, or like our friends um, was down there visiting her little brother actually. So we met up with them for like maybe one or two drinks. Um, and then like after the beach, we got um, this like frosé at this place called the co-op that's near Folly Beach or Sullivan's Island. I don't know. I don't know my way around, but, um, great sandwiches, highly recommend. And it was such a cool little vibe and they have all these different like flavored rosés. So we got the OG strawberry and then we also got an Aperol spritz one and we each had like a glass while we ate our sandwiches and then we took the other bottle home and like Mark and I legit like split a glass, which just this is not me being like, I just drank so little and I'm the picture of health. Like, no, it's just honestly, in comparison to the way other trips have gone and just like feeling like, damn, why did I go balls to the wall? And now I feel like crap. And like, I feel like I ruined not ruined the trip, but like didn't wasn't able to take advantage of actually like truly enjoying a vacation and soaking it all in and relaxing and experiencing the city or like destination that I'm in. It was a really nice contrast to that. I will say I feel like now that I slipped up because I'm not really making any rules for myself, but my little sister took us out on Sunday night and I feel like we went into the night being like, this is going to be so tame. It's a Sunday night. She's going to show us a couple of her favorite spots and that ended up being like a little cray, but at the same time, it was so much fun and I haven't like been out with my sister or even really like hung out with her since the beginning of the year. So it was so great and we were just like silly and we danced and Mark and I actually ended up staying out. There was like a little roof deck um, off our bedroom and the Airbnb. So we went up there and like talked for so long at the end of the night. Um, and it was not the drunkenness, but I think it like facilitated the purge of it. Um, but I like bawled my eyes out for a solid hour about Roe versus Wade. But I think that the night out was a release that I didn't know that I needed. And then that cry was the release that I did know that I needed and my body did do. Um, but yeah. And then also like body image stuff. I went for one walk by myself. That was mostly just like a social regroup for myself. Like, okay, I'm spending this whole weekend with like seven people. I needed an hour to just like put on my headphones and go for a walk. It wasn't about like making sure I burned some calories before I like had fried food at lunch. 
Um, and like, I didn't put pressure on what I was eating and getting the exercise in and we went to the beach and I kind of just threw whatever bathing suit in my suitcase and like didn't really think twice about it. And that feels really good too. Um, I definitely went into the weekend being like, I'm going to wake up and do some like Pilates in the morning and stuff, which like would have felt nice. It wouldn't have really been out of a toxic place. But at the same time, once I was there, I was like, you know, I wake up at five in the morning, almost every morning for clients and classes. And like, I'm fucking tired. This is vacation. Your vacation doesn't need to be productive. Uh, sleep in. Like, and that's not end all be all advice for everyone. For some people, it's like, you know, if you work a nine to five, a lot of times you are sleeping in until, you know, you have to like have your first meeting or whatever. And so it might feel good on your vacation to not wake up at five or anything crazy, but like wake up and be able to fit in a workout without having to like rush to your 9 a.m. meeting. Like that might be what you need. Um, but it felt good to like listen to myself. Also, a few other highs because we have to focus on as much of the positive right now as we possibly fucking can. Um, we got another long weekend coming up this weekend. I am certainly not going to be celebrating Independence Day since, you know, female independence was quite literally just stripped away from us. Um, so you will not be catching me wearing red, white, and blue. And it doesn't have to be a political thing. It is a real-life common sense <laughs> opinion, in my opinion. You're entitled to your own. Um, but, like, if you're not pro-choice, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> For real, though. Like, all I was just like, let's keep it positive. But now let's talk about it. Um, you can disagree on so many opinions. I like olives. A lot of people don't like olives. Mark despises olives. We're married and we have a very strong marriage. Um, if you don't believe in basic equal human rights, that's not having differing political opinions, in my opinion. And that's a boundary I'm allowed to have. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, bye. Like, straight up, I'm not playing anymore with this shit. Like, you could never get an abortion for yourself. I don't even know if I would. I have no idea. But, like, if you are selfish enough, and lack the self-awareness and the education to believe that means that you should be making that choice for all other women. Pick up a book. Pick up a fucking book. That's not the Bible. Thank you. Um, You know what? Let's get this is we're in the low. We are in the low. We're living in the low. Because this shit is absurd. So if you've been living under a rock, welcome to hell. Um, I'm sorry, America. 
the United States of. Um, so basically the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade and upheld Mississippi's ban on abortion at 15 weeks of pregnancy and ended the federal constitutional right to abortion in the United States. Um, and like I said, I've done a lot of crying over this, um, rage crying, feeling hopeless kind of crying. Um, and I did a whole episode when the draft opinion was leaked. So I would scroll back and listen to that one because I think that one will be a just a little bit more nicely strung together where right now I'm speaking from rage. Straight up rage. So by overturning Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court erased nearly 50 years of precedent. 50. So in one day's time, we rewinded 50 years. But I think a lot of people, mostly people that are uneducated or too selfish maybe, lazy, I don't know, to look into this a little bit more and read the articles and listen to the real stories of what is already happening. I think a lot of people don't understand the magnitude of this. So before we even really like get into what we're going to get into, um, it's important to know that this goes so far beyond abortion. Basically, by erasing those 50 years of precedent, they also took away our power and freedom, land of the free. If you're a wealthy white man, of course, anyone else, kick rocks. Um, so the freedom to make our own personal medical decisions and gave that power to lawmakers. Like in some places, this is a criminal offense. But beyond that, the court's decision, you know, mostly harms black, Latino, indigenous, and other people of color. Um, you know, these communities that systemic racism has blocked access to, um, like opportunity and healthcare for them or against them. You know what I mean? Um, but also, and I'm like reading off of my notes and they're a little bit sloppily like copied and pasted and jotted down, um, but that the legal rationale for last Friday's decision could also be applied to overturn other major, major cases, including those that legalized gay marriage barred the criminalization of consen consensual homosexual conduct 
and protected the rights of married people to have access to contraception. Also, interracial marriage, among other things. So, we should be afraid, no? Because they could, what it sounds like, pretty easily make being gay criminal? not give us access to contraception even though abortion is illegal we're in the middle of a uh of a formula shortage we're about to be in another recession but sure babies they'll solve our problems like what kind of basic bitch rationale is that we all know babies don't solve problems babies make problems worse it's not funny, but I just, like, can't cry about it anymore, you know? Um, but it's also really frustrating because, you know, one in four women will have an abortion by age 45. I know multiple women that have had abortions. Um, almost 80% of Americans believe that abortion should be legal, that we should have the choice. Um, and we should be fighting for our government to work for us the way that it's supposed to. Like, oh, I just, I really can't even get any deeper into it because it's honestly despicable and disgusting that the penalty for rape is now much less than for aborting a fetus that is a product of rape. But taking rape and incest and sexual assault out of it, women should be able to make a choice for themselves regardless. And in my mind, it is a very clear indicator that the Supreme Court and our government does not see us as equal and capable human beings. However, the point of this episode was not to just bitch about our country. Um, I just really wanted to let you know that if you're having a tough time, if you can't stop crying, if you can't get a hold of your rage, if you're having a hard time having conversations with family, if you've cut off friends, I have, I'm with you. Um, if you feel hopeless, if you feel scared, you're not alone. Um, and it can feel like there's nothing that we can do. But if I know women, I know how strong we are. And I know what fight we have. Honestly, think about it. So much more fight than these fucking loser ass white men 
who have been handed everything in their life. They don't even know what a fucking fight is. And we're going to show them. And I know that this might not change in a year. It might not change in two years. It might take another 50. But I know for fucking certain that we will not stand down and we will help each other. And this is not just going to be a fleeting social media frenzy. It simply cannot be. Um, and I, you know, hold me accountable to that. Um, I'm really, really, really going to try to stay abreast and stay involved. So here are some things that I've gathered from the internet that we can do because it can feel really hopeless. Um, You know, of course, there are rallies and events that we can attend, but it doesn't also feel like that enacts change. You know what I mean? Like we have the right to do it, but like it, not that it's point, but you understand like the hopelessness that you can feel of like, I'm one person. What can I really do? That's going to make a difference. So the number one thing that we can do right now is to help protect abortion access at the state level, because that's the level that we're at. So, um, if you want to get involved with the bands off our bodies campaign, which is through Planned Parenthood, you can text access that's a c c e s s so text access to 22422 all right that's text access to 22422 and that way they can text you information on how you can get involved events to attend um opportunities to donate volunteer etc um you also could just visit plannedparenthoodaction.org um to learn about the different abortion funds that you can donate to. Um, I talked a lot about these in that prior episode when the draft opinion was leaked. Um, Poe is also shooketh to his core. What is it, bud? Um, Like more local level abortion funds that are present in some of these very restrictive states. Um, I also would look into supporting reproductiverights.org, ACLU, the Ms. Foundation for Women, um, and the different travel funds. Um, again, I mentioned a bunch of those um, in that prior episode, and I think I included them in the show notes. Um, but helping fund um, people's travel, because that is obviously – a huge issue is the accessibility and women not having the ability to get an abortion within hundreds and sometimes thousands of miles of them, um, not having the financial means to do that travel. Um, you also can volunteer at some of those organizations or like within those organizations, they share a lot of volunteer opportunities um, and then also like, as we know, you know, shop smarter. The biggest way that we can, you know, 
vote is like with our dollar. Um, so take note of what companies are in the fight in a real way, not just, you know, posting a bullshit meme on social media or like what companies are have been totally silent. There are a bunch of companies that are providing travel funds for employees that might um, need to travel for an abortion. So that's great. But also look into what politicians those companies are supporting um, and just be a little bit more mindful with your money um, and also actually voting, um, especially because it's at the state level, you know, these local and state elections. Um, I think it's just important that we don't become complacent or comfortable, even in Massachusetts. I mean, like, you know, Governor Breaker has been very vocal about protecting our, you know, contraception and abortion rights. However, if the wrong person was elected into office, that could quickly change. It's not likely, but just because you live in like a quote unquote safe state doesn't mean that we should become complacent and just be like, well, it's fine for me, um, which is also just like a shitty way of thinking of it anyways. But you know what I mean? Um, and I wasn't sure if I was really going to talk about this or not, but you know, while we're at it, why the fuck not? Um, one thing that really just irks my nerves about all of this shit is like the, how sick I am, like just flat out sick and motherfucking tired of feeling like my body is something of such contention and something that needs to be controlled and like worried about. Like quite literally for as long as I can remember, it's been something that's like, don't distract the boys with your shoulders and your knees and like, you know, oh, don't give it all away. Don't deflower your, you know, pristine soul and all of these things. It's just like, I remember getting dress code violations for wearing my cheerleading uniform that I was told to wear by my coach or having to wear these gigantic lost and found clothes when I wore a tank top that the straps weren't thick enough when like I'm 30 years old and I still have like a small a cup. I was not distracting any boys with my body. I remember getting in fights with my dad about ripped jeans and being told that people were going to like, Oh, people are going to come for him, but whatever. Uh, um, being told that like only sluts dressed one way or like showing this is inappropriate and blah, 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 blah. Like, are we good? Are we good? Why is it only young girls' bodies that are sexualized? Why is it only female bodies that need to be controlled. And I know, I know that is not the be the big picture here. Like 
obviously then we can get into race and all of that. Like why are certain colored bodies needing to be controlled and all of that? Like I am not discounting that that is a very, very real thing. Um, but like specifically with this, it's just like, this is what I can speak to from my, um, experience. Um, but like, why don't we worry about teaching boys not to sexualize women's bodies to such an extent that they can't even be control, like can't control themselves if someone's knees are showing or an inch of their thighs are showing or their entire fucking breast is showing. Why can't we teach boys that it's a body like anyone else's that deserves respect? Why can't we get rid of the boys will be boys saying and stop giving boys and teens and men and old fucks any more passes and any more excuses. Why can we be told that we don't have enough evidence to convict a fucking rapist and send him to jail for the rest of his life? But you can send a woman to jail for getting an abortion. Sorry in this episode sounds so choppy it's because it is literally I was just recording in the living room and like Mark came home and Poe was barking and all the things so I've like stopped and restarted this episode so many times um but this is truly why I always say that like the most like feminist thing or whatever that we can be doing to like overthrow the patriarchy is to like work on your body image and take back that level of control of your body and start to take back the narrative. Obviously, doing that is not going to change, um, you know, the bigger picture, the legal landscape, all of that. However, um, in terms of the grand scheme in the way our society talks about women's bodies, tries to control them by preying on your insecurities, by creating new insecurities in yourself. Um, it's another way of keeping you controlled, keeping you quiet, keeping you smaller. But if you're able to slowly chip away at working on your body image, um, you'll start to show up more boldly. You'll start to have the confidence to speak up for yourself, to speak up for others and take action, whether it's just within your own life or for the bigger picture of all women. Um, so I encourage you to start showing up more boldly, even before you feel that confidence. Um, but also know that it's okay to feel tired and to feel discouraged and maybe not to have the energy to will yourself to work out right now. Um, I want you to prioritize your mental health, but it's also okay if that doesn't mean working out. Like 
it might feel really good to go to a boxing class and just like envision Kavanaugh's face or Alito or whatever. Um, but also if you need to just like straight up lay down for a little bit, that's good for your mental health too sometimes. Um, okay. I mean, I was really going to talk about a lot of other things on this episode, but it, nothing else feels important. Um, but I will just say, you know, some quick life updates, channel news, if you will. Um, I'm really excited and I was going to talk about in my high, but I just got distracted by my rage. Um, that I have invested in a business coach and I joined a small cohort of, um, like a, a little business course. And I'm so excited. It really made me nervous and honestly still kind of does, um, to invest in myself when like, I'm not making a lot of money right now. Uh, like I just started working for myself in January and things have been going well, don't get me wrong, but I'm really not making the kind of money where I feel like I should be investing in something that doesn't seem totally necessary. But on the other hand, it feels absolutely without a doubt necessary because I felt so paralyzed and stuck. Um, and that's not really something that I talked about. And I honestly wasn't even really going to like announce that I joined this cohort because it almost felt like a sign of weakness maybe, or a sign of like, like admitting that you need help is something to be embarrassed of when really it's like, such an amazing thing. It means I'm taking myself seriously. It means I am putting my money where my mouth is and reminding myself that like, I do have a real purpose that I believe in and I know I can impact lives. I just need someone to kind of hold my hand through it and show me the way a little bit. Um, and that's an amazing thing, right? Like we don't need to act like we know everything. Everyone has their weaknesses and their strengths. And that's the amazing part, right? Like we were not meant to go through this world all by ourselves. So it's a great thing. And today we had our first call and um, we talked a lot about our limiting beliefs and um, it was reassuring to hear the other girls or other women talk about their own limiting beliefs because we all had very similar stories um and like narratives that we had in our heads about you know how other people know more than us and we have imposter syndrome and like who even cares and all the things um it's such a universal experience it seems like um which kind of just gives me the reassurance to be like, who fucking cares? You know, Joe Schmo's out there doing whatever. Supreme Court's out here rolling things back 50 years. If they have the audacity to do that shit and say things like we should be looking at interracial marriage and homosexuality, 
Why should I be embarrassed to post a fucking reel? Right? It kind of puts things in perspective a little bit. Like, if they aren't even embarrassed to do those things and say those things, why are we embarrassed about literally anything? So I hope that that reminds you to um, believe in yourself and act a little bit more boldly. Find some of that white man audacity. They have enough to spread around the whole world. Um, also, be sure to check out the new Build with Brayback Facebook group, um, especially now more than ever. I think we need a sense of community and hope and togetherness and strength. So if you want to be a part of a wonderful supportive, empowering, welcoming group of women that I know you all are, um, join it up. Um, I'm going to link it down below in the show notes, but also you can search on Facebook, just build with Brayback podcast. Um, and let me know what you want to see there, what you'd like to get out of it, all the things. It's definitely new for me, but I'm a part of a bunch of Facebook groups from other podcasts and it can be such a safe space and a supportive space. And I know that that's what all of you are. So I'm excited to be able to connect with you on a more like two way level. Um, also most excitingly, I am going to take a little bit of a break from the podcast. I'm not exactly sure when I will obviously keep you abreast um, probably, I don't know, late summer, um, take a little break and season two, because I don't think my seasons need to be a full year long, um, and do a little rebrand. We're going to have an exciting rebrand, um, that I think is just going to add a lot of value to the podcast and continue to get better and better guests on more and more topics. So also if there's anything and like here, here's your first assignment in the Facebook group. I want you to spam the Facebook group with any and all rebrand ideas, names of the podcast, even vibes, looks, topics, guests, anything and everything. I have an idea of what I want it to be exactly, but I go back and forth about a lot of it. And like, it's not about me, it's about you. So I don't know what you want. And if you're really good at like punny creative names, please send them my way because I'm so bad at it. Um, that's really it though. I am sorry that I ranted and raged on for a while, but sign of the times and we got to get it out. And I hope that it made you feel less alone, less hopeless, um, or at least validated in your feelings. Um, enjoy the long weekend. It doesn't mean you need to be out there wearing your red, white, and blue and, you know, even attending family barbecues. If that doesn't feel aligned with you right now, like set boundaries if you need to, you know, um, yeah, just be safe out there in these streets. Um, uh, be safe, 
have a good long weekend. Enjoy some time off if you are lucky enough to have some. And I'll catch you next week. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.